We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Oh, yeah, 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 all right, yeah, we're back, yeah, woo, God, can we just... Bet you missed us. Like, no, no need for, like, a, like fanfare or, oh, they're yeah. back, oh, Don't why were they gone? It. Like, mm. just forget it, we're back, yeah. Yeah. So let's just get into it. Yeah, what, what, have we missed anything? Nothing no. of, nothing important. No, everything's, everything's fine. Everything I, I, is no. exactly the same as it was before we stopped. Everything's worse. Do you bet it's marginally worse. And also, what hasn't changed is that we are still watching films on the toilet. And we're also still dads. That's not changed. We've not been not been legally divorced <laughs> by our children. Yeah, thankfully that hasn't changed either. Uh, yeah, so we watch films on the toilet that we can't watch with our kids. And today, my wife actually said this movie, Saltburn, is a is a prime film for us. Very much on yeah. brand. Because there is no way I'd want to watch this film with my kids. I was talking to a colleague about it who has a kid who is, I think, about 15 or 16. Mm. So they could actually watch it. And she was asking me, should she watch it? And I was just like, no, you'll both find it like unbelievably <laughs> embarrassing oh. like, watching the stuff that happens in this together with your teenage son. You won't like it. Yeah. Ben, do you have any correspondence? I do, actually, yeah. Do you want it? Yeah, I do. Very much so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, this is from our good friend, Ryan Gosling. Ooh. We like him, don't we? We, we do. like Gosling That's a lot. So, cool. um, so, yeah, here we go. Dear Watching Films on the Toilet, I know you've been taking an extended break, a bit lazy, but I'm sure you saw the news about my Oscar nomination for that Barbie movie. Everyone's got their panties in a bunch because none of the female actors or that woman who directed it were nominated. But let me tell you, they don't deserve any nominations <laughs> at all. They made my life a living hell on that set. Mm. On the first day, they made me tie a leather binding around my groin area so I'd be bald down there like Ken. And I wasn't allowed to remove it until the press tour was finished. It was so painful and now my little lad is all flat and weird. If that wasn't bad enough, they tried to pull my legs back behind my body like Oof. a Ken doll if I fell asleep. And I wasn't allowed to bend my arms if any of the female cast members were looking at me. And they made sure that one of them was looking at me all the time. <laughs> one time, Margot and Greta found one of my lines really funny. So they made me do it over and over again until they didn't find it funny. And then they made me keep doing it until they found it funny again. I had to do over 300 takes and the line isn't even in the movie. <laughs> Instead of yelling cut at the end of a scene, Greta would yell, Ken! Which meant everyone else in the scene could leave, but I had to keep acting. It was really awful, and we all know that Robert Downey Jr. is going to win, but I will carry my nomination on behalf of all the white men that have been made to look foolish by unkind women. Thanks, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> there he is. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that confirms all our suspicions, doesn't it? Poor Ryan. That's why women very rarely allowed to direct films. Because <laughs> they're so cruel. They're horrible, yeah. No, I know that has caused caused a lot of, uh, lot of fuss. I mean, I would say, if you make a serious film, then you might get some nominations. 
<laughs> do you know what I mean? Okay, have you got um, you got any correspondence? I do, yeah. Dear Watching Films on the Toilet, octogenarian filmmaker Michael Mann here. Oh! I listened to, yeah, I listened to your last podcast, and I can tell you, sirs, though I choose that word advisedly, okay. that I was not impressed by your takedown of my film, Miami Vice. It seems trendy to give elderly filmmakers a kicking at the moment, like we're past it and losing our grip. You guys certainly made no exception in your review of my movie. You characterised it as having an unadventurous narrative, zero chemistry between the stars, and hard-to-follow action sequences. You also said it had hard-to-follow action sequences. (laughs) What you guys seem to have forgotten is I'm a prestige filmmaker with hits to my name like Heat, The Insider, Ali, Driving Miss Daisy, Adventures Age of Ultron, (laughs) Watership Down, Battleship Potemkin... Dude, where's my car? Lawrence's of Arabia. <laughs> this is the old <laughs> Oxo gravy commercials. That silent movie where a rocket flies into the moon's face. Danny Dyer's football factory. And Tyler Perry's A Medea Christmas. Do you know who I am? Well, do you? Seriously, please tell me. I've forgotten. In conclusion, I say be bold with your studies and good luck. It's always nice to hear from a young filmmaker. And I wish you the very best for the future. Lots of love, wow. Michael Mann. <laughs> oh, so think, oh uh, Michael. He's got a little bit confused there in his, in his letter. Sounds a little bit gone. He's, he's gone. Poor Michael. He's, uh, I think he's going to start shooting Heat 2 this year. I think Adam Driver might be attached. Don't know who else. We'll see. Probably okay. um, Paul Mescal, because he's in everything. Or Barry Keoghan, because he's yeah, in everything. He'll be in it, yeah. It'll be them. And maybe Austin Butler. Because he'll be in everything. Austin Butler playing Elvis, which is what he does now in the things that he's in. It's crazy that that, like, he got so into that role that he can't not speak like Elvis anymore. He sounds like Elvis in the Masters of the Air show as well. Well, guess we're going to drop some bombs. That character is uh, one of the worst drawn characters I can remember in a prestige drama. He's cool? That's it. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) He's cool and he has a toothpick. Those are his big character notes. What more do you need? Guess nothing. When did that become like the thing that cool guys have? You never saw them. You never actually saw them using it, did you? You never saw them swallow the toothpick. Because <laughs> that's what you do, isn't it? If you're really cool, you swallow it. It's a shame you never see a tough guy with like a, like a miniature toothbrush, for example. I mean, it's the same thing, isn't it? What do you mean a miniature toothbrush? Oh, I guess a regular sized toothbrush, yeah. <laughs> Occasionally brushing his teeth. Or, you know, uh, a bottle of mouthwash, like Listerine, just going... Or floss, like dental floss just hanging out of his mouth, stuck between his teeth. A toothbrush behind the ear, is that cool? I think one of the characters in the film Hamburger Hill does that, and I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I think you need to keep toothpaste behind the other ear. Dental hygiene is just cool, isn't it? We all know. It's cool. It's pretty cool. So yeah, toothbrush behind one ear toothpaste behind the other ear and like a, a dental floss necklace yeah and then um like a bum bag with a corsadil in it how much of a badass would you look oh you my would, god such a badass if you stepped onto the the airfield i think you'd add the layer of being a pilot as well because mm-hmm. that's like cool that's so still cool it's cool to be a pilot throw on all the dental hygiene stuff Get bulletproof around. mate Bulletproof. Do you think and Austin if, Butler turned up with like all that stuff? Yeah, I think you know, he like, did. Do you know what? I think you're so cool. You don't need all of this. Boil it down to a toothpick, mate. And he was yeah. like, "No, I, I think maybe I should keep all that stuff." <laughs> and uh, 
And they and and now here we are. Like you, as you said, nothing to him. Toothpick. But if he'd had all of that, that would have been interesting. I wish it like I wish he had one of those uh, like a bib and then a little metallic basin. Yeah. And then oh, for um, like spitting, Jim. You know the way they do it, where they hold it right up to your chin, and they always give it to you when they've just numbed your mouth, so you can't feel like half of yeah, it. Yeah, so it slops out the side. Uh, <laughs> but if Austin Butler did it while he was flying a plane, cool bullets AF. whizzing by, that would be so cool. That'd be sick. I gotta wash out my mouth before we <laughs> land this thing with one wheel. Anyway, anyway. there we go. <laughs> there we go. There's our first trail off. Of the yeah. of the season, of the and season. it was we're back, baby. We're back. Fine, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Right. It was fine. So I think as much as we love pick and mix, we we got to cables. That's always the end game of that item was cables. So we need we need new we need new content. I'm going to suggest that for one week only, we discuss who our new favourite gladiator is from the BBC series Gladiators, which yes. has come back. Totally, I'm down, down for that. What I will say is that Barney Walsh is my least favourite presenter of all time. He's terrible. He's very bad. He has this sort of nervous desperation in his eyes whenever he delivers a link that yes. makes it look like he's laying an egg. He does, he does look like he's laying an egg. Like you watch his dad do it and you know and I'm sort of indifferent <laughs> to Bradley Walsh but yeah. what you can say is that he's like a very slick professional Natural. very yeah. good at that sort of stuff and then it's like I'm going to throw now to my inexperienced son who can't do what I do. At all. So, oh hey like, guys you, you, you did well on that on that game, do you, do you want to tell me about it? <laughs> is it is it nice being strong? <laughs> so Ben, talk talk me through your favourite lady gladiator. Okay, I will say to start with that uh, I'm not very keen on the way that Fury is portrayed. Why is that? Um, Fury is death. Yes, which is which is good, you know, mm. inclusive. But when she was introduced in the the ball game, we had I think Athena. We said Athena, she can she has the muscle mass of a like strong woman or something. Yeah. And then it was fire. She can bench press another one of the gladiators. And then it's fury. She's death. So hang on. <laughs> That's not <laughs> like give us say she's strong and death. Yeah. Or just don't say she's death. Like we know. So let's not make that her thing. Well, she's um, one of my favourites, actually, because she's... Uh, yeah, she looks badass. Yeah, and I think she's a, a current rugby player. So mm. she's legit kind of fit and very yeah. competitive. So she's probably one of the best ones. She's fast. I, I, I like her a lot. I'm trying to think about the others, and I can't think about any of the others now. Best one's Fury. I like Sabre because she's like a little bit saucy, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Bit of sauce, a little bit of sass. But she has got a sass. Mm. She has got a sass. So, what was Saber or Fury? Who's your favourite? What makes me like her is that my wife doesn't like her. She's like, oh, she's oh, okay. always doing her thing. She feel threatened by her. By the sound, by the way you introduced her, it sounds like she should maybe feel a bit threatened by Saber. <laughs> yeah, I'm always going about how great I think she is. Just like, yes, Saber. Yeah, you are. You haven't stopped talking about it. Do you tap your wife's shoulder? Hey, hey, look, it's Sabre. It's this bit. I'll wake her up if she's falling asleep. And like, Here she is. Hey, look, it's Sabre. You turn her head like Sam Neill does to... Uh, <laughs> Laura Dern. Laura yeah. Dern in Jurassic Laura Park. Yeah. And, you do, and you've got that amazement face as well. <gasps> look, Directly. Look. I take off my sunglasses. Stand up. In a Jeep. Yeah. And then, yeah, watch Sabre do her thing. It's Fury, though. She's the best one. Fury is the best lady. What about the best man? And then I think the best guy is Apollo. 
He's massive. What I like about him is he's just really tall. He's tall. Not like ridiculously jacked, mm. but he's he's like the best one. Like actually I think Nitro is has a very good success rate. I think we know why Nitro might have a good success rate. A little bit of outside help. I think he's getting <laughs> a little, little bit of help. A little bit of a uh, little bit of trend, I think. He's a little little bit beyond jacked, I would say. It's hilarious. I was reading a press statement which says that all the gladiators are like drug tested. Mm-hmm. Except Nitro. <laughs> Apart from Nitro. Who's exempt to drug testing <laughs> for some reason. They might as well cut to the locker room because they do that now, don't they? Yeah. They cut to the changing room and just Nitro's just jabbing a needle into his thigh. <laughs> <laughs> jabbing a needle into his thigh then like slapping his face really hard. Just yeah. like punching come on, the mirror. Come on. <sighs> yeah, I don't like that bit when they cut to locker room don't like that they have changed the fo- the format in no other way at all it's identical yeah. and so that is just modern day producers going like how do I insert my own ego into this show because I can't yeah. bear to leave a good format untouched how can I make this about me <laughs> Yeah, that. It was that. I would like it if they showed, like, the gladiators, like, taking a shit or something like that. <laughs> if you saw one of them, like, sprinting in and, like, oh, God, oh, God. And it's like, Viper's doing a massive dump. That'd be funny. <laughs> so who is our favourite man? Is it Apollo? Mine is probably Apollo and yours is Nitro. Uh, yeah, I, I quite like, is it Legend? I like, like Legend. he's really adopted the wolf role, which I think was probably meant for Viper, but Viper doesn't say but anything Viper's in his lane. But Viper's rubbish. He, he, he's rubbish. He's terrible. So yeah. Legend's quite funny. I, I, um, I like Legend, yeah. Yeah, but let's go with Apollo. My son's been watching a lot of Takeshi's Castle, mm. and we both agreed that at the end, when they swing through the paper, mm. one of those panels should be wood. So even if you were winning, you just smack into that. That'd be good. And then you have to get up and, you know. So it would there would be a lot more jeopardy then. Yeah. Did you see the one the other, the other day Go where on. the guy was running on the balance beam, fell off and landed on his face? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh! It's like, John, uh, no, she fell on your face. At the end there, yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm fine. I loved it. I don't think you could go home with your family if you didn't make it up that treadmill. Like, the when people don't make it up that, and I'm sure it's very difficult, but it looks so lame if they it don't does, do it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the run, the way they run starts looking really lame as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's that exact noise. See, if Barney Walsh did that while yeah. someone was doing it, it was like, oh, do, 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 do. <laughs> like, that would be funny. Yeah. That would be really, but you won't. That I, yeah, he should he should become like the wolf version of the presenter. He should just become like a real dick. Yeah, he should. That nice. should be his angle. Yeah. Oh, you got absolutely demolished there. Yeah. You, are you, look at your family. They must be. They must hate you. <laughs> you brought your boys here to show yeah. off to them, and now they think you're terrible. What do you have to say to them? <laughs> they like Paxman. You've embarrassed yourself. What are you going to tell them now? They're going to need a proper male role model, aren't they? <laughs> Giant is that. their new dad. <laughs> and look, your wife's got a smile on her face. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> right. Good. Okay. So, salt burn. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So, Ben, little role reversal yep. for uh, for a change. what you wanted to do, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought I'd give it a try. It seems like a piece of cake. Yeah. I've done it for like 70 episodes and... Uh, 70 old episodes, yeah. see how you get on. What is the summer we, Eamon? The summer we is a s- summary 
of the mm-hmm. movie mm. done in the time it takes one of us to do a long wee, a long morning That's wee. Right. Yeah. And this episode, it was you who's done a wee. Yeah, I've never done a wee, um, but I did. And uh, in keeping with this episode's film, Saltburn, I drank an entire bath's worth of, of bath water. Oh, anything, um, was there anything because, in it? Anything else in there? <laughs> well, I made sure that my entire family had been in it before I drank it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mum, my, my dad, uh, my stepdad, my wife, my children, my uncles and aunts as well. You said the water was jet black by the time you uh, got around to drinking it. It was really thick. Um, <laughs> ge- ge- Gross. <laughs> gelatinous. Yeah. Um, drank it all. Good lad. And... Um, mm-hmm. I had to go to the hospital and they pumped my stomach. And then once that was finished, there was still some left and I did a big old long wee. How long was that wee? A minute and five seconds long. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you ready, Eamon? I'm going to have to rattle through this. There's quite, quite, uh, quite a lot of story in this film. Eh, okay. I'm pretty sure I could have done it, but let's see. Right. Three, two, one, go. Barry Keegan plays Oliver, a scholarship student at Oxford who doesn't get on with the posh kids because he's working class and from Liverpool. In particular, he's very interested in Felix, the king of the posh kids. One day, Oliver helps Felix with his broken bike and Felix subsequently takes Ollie under his wing, developing sympathy for the pug-faced scouser and the tales of his alcoholic and abusive parents. Felix invites Oliver to spend summer at his massive house, Saltburn, along with his mum, Rosamund Pike, dad, Richard E. Grant, his sister, Venetia, and cousin, Fairley. Ollie spends the summer ingratiating himself with Felix's family, becoming more obsessed with Felix and doing things to the sexual, gross, or both, mainly both. He also gets naked, but you don't see his junk. Don't worry, though, you definitely will see it later on. For Ollie's birthday, Felix surprises him with a trip to reconcile with his crackhead parents. But when they get there, Felix is appalled to find out that actually Ollie's parents are nice, middle class, and live in a house that is lovely and big, and must cost a lot of money, even accounting for the fact it's in Liverpool. They return to Saltburn for Ollie's party. Felix promises not to tell anyone about Ollie's lies, but tells him he has to leave the next day. But... The next morning, Felix is dead from a drug overdose. Fairly is banished for supplying the drugs and Ollie takes off his clothes and humps Felix's grave. He's so normal. Overcome with grief, <laughs> Sister Venetia commits suicide. Richard E. Grant pays Ollie to leave, but then he dies. And Rosamund Pike gets him to come back, but then she dies. And Ollie gets a house and all the family money. A series of reveals show that this was Ollie's plan all along from the time of his first meeting with Felix to his death, which Ollie orchestrated, as well as those as Venetia and Rosamund Pike. And so the big twist is this is actually not a filthy weird art house film but a conventional thriller after all then ollie dances around his new house completely naked doing loads of coke which is i'm guessing what people who have that amount of money do all the time the end Whew. you went well over there Eamon. yeah a lot of it was a very uh, comprehensive summary yeah what time was it um it was one minute 46 seconds i mean it was really long really long but much funnier than usual wouldn't you say longer than usual and and yeah, funnier some funny bits yeah yeah good good for mm. you well done you've done one so <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what uh, let's go back to uh, how it was before next time yeah i think people are going to prefer the the funny All version right, of the summary that's the problem let's do a vote fine if yeah. you'd like me to do next time summary then you can vote for me if you want aim to vote for him uh, that's fine. Yeah. if you prefer the anyway, funny let's version let's start i want to start with the end because you said that it was Oliver's plan all along. Mm. Now, do you think that he envisioned mm. the takeover as Saltburn from the start? Or did he just 
take advantage of opportunities as they presented themselves how did you take that oh yeah well i think he initially it was, he was just trying to get in with felix mm. in a way i i felt it was i didn't like that bit so much because i kind of felt it worked so well that he was obsessed with felix and really creep, creepy and weird and it made perfect sense mm. but then when it sort of came to be like him manipulating his way to get the family money it felt slightly like oh but i just thought he was doing this because he was obsessed with felix and then after that i was just like yeah i didn't oh did he care about all this stuff i just thought he was like so weirdly into felix that's all he cared about i didn't think it was felix necessarily i thought that that was how it began or the idea of what felix represented but then it became yeah, there's a, a pretty gross scene where he meets Felicia in the garden. Yeah. But in that scene, he I think he refers to himself as a vampire. Mm. And I thought that was a good, a good way of describing him. Because all the family are vampires. They feed off this trauma and playing with these people. Mm. But he drained them completely, like all of them, like a vampire. Yeah. I thought that was quite a good way of describing him mm. um but no i i liked it i was surprised by that twist mm. i thought that he'd killed felix but i didn't realize that he had that goal in mind at that mm. point but i think it was like it was just a gradual taking advantage of every opportunity that presented itself to the point where he was able to then take everything yeah i kind of liked the sort of how how weird and eerie it was for a long time and then i felt that kind of series of reveals made it feel much more conventional which i yeah don't think it needed i think that you needed that i was very happy to stay in that world and i enjoyed it but i think for a lot of people they did get to the point where they're like what the hell is going on and i think it needed a bit of propulsion the pace definitely changed after Felix died. Mm. It did feel like it was kind of rushing to the finish then. And I think they gave hints all along, which it's quite a nice second watch. You do see a lot more that was planted along the way. Mm. How do you feel about all the weird stuff? Uh, it was gross and weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the bathtub scene made me feel a bit sick. Is there anyone whose bathtub water you would drink? Uh... Uncle Ben's? Uncle Ben, the rice man. Yeah, because it would be like rice. Like not me. No, not you. Because I'm an uncle. No, the, the Uncle Ben. <laughs> That's cool that you drink mine. <laughs> what about Sabre? Um, well, she's Scottish, so I imagine that water would be... Uh, oof. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy. I mean, those gladiators get pretty sweaty, don't they? If you're doing like horse drugs, it's not going to be great for your bod. <laughs> Anyone whose essence you'd like to, you know, bring upon your person. I don't know. Like a, an elixir, you know? Like what if you were to drink like Jeff Bezos's bathwater? Would that, would you suddenly become rich? Uh, yeah, or bald. Yeah. Uh, it's worth the gamble though, isn't it? Bald or rich or both. Oof. Would you be happy to be bald and rich? No. Gotta, gotta have my hair. Could wear a wig. You could buy a sweet wig. <laughs> Everyone, you know when, when someone's wearing a wig, Ben. Oh, no, not if you've got that much money. 
Isn't it pathetic being bald? To spend like a millions of pounds on a, on a hot wig. Imagine how awesome your hair could be. It'd be better. Isn't it kind of pathetic being bald? Pathetic. <laughs> yeah. What, like weak? Isn't it lame being bald? But everyone thinks it, don't they? <laughs> the Rock's bald. Yeah, lame. Would you call The Rock weak? Would you drink The Rock's bathwater? Oh my God. Better be like a bis- Bisto. His, uh... I thought you said Biscoff. I feel like, oh, oh, well. If it was like Biscoff, <laughs> maybe we could have a conversation. I bet it would taste quite nice. He seems like the sort of man who would smell very nice. Yeah, I bet he's got a gigantic aftershave bill. Yeah. I bet his hit like drenched in it. Yeah, those aftershaves aren't cheap. I normally allow myself three squirts, two on the neck and then one on the wrists, which I then rub together. That's uh, that's efficient. Bet he does eight. Bet he does loads. Forehead, back. Four four on his head. That's yeah. what you meant. Yeah. But like forehead one to, over his bald head. So one behind the ear. Two, two on either side of the bald head and one behind the other ear. Yeah, that's where you put aftershave, isn't it? All over your head. <laughs> well, The Rock does. That's what we're saying, The Rock. Yeah. One on each pet. <laughs> yes. Probably probably a couple downstairs. One on each... Uh, one on, one on the, the, John, the Rock Johnson. <laughs> and both knees? Yeah, why not? Who about you? Is there anyone who's... Uh... Oh, just, it's gross. It's gross, isn't it? Well, they just the way they shot it, the way he slapped it up, just made me feel sick. It was really it was all milky. It's horrible. Do you think it's become a like a thing? Are people going to copycat this? It's on a greetings card now. Yes, which is like I would drink your bath water or something like that. <laughs> so it's clearly like become like a meme. It's like mm. sunk into like the zeitgeist. Probably better bathtub than I would uh, perform an act on your grave. That's a better card, isn't it? I thought they were going to end it with him. I thought as he as he humped the the grave, I thought they were just going to roll credits. And that for me, actually, I'd have been like, "Yeah, this is weird." But I would have like quite I would have enjoyed it as well. Would have been very weird. Also, do you not think like at the graveside they slowly mm. walk off? They would not have been out of eyeshot by the time he took off all his clothes and started humping that grave. Like he was taking a big chance. They're probably watching him. Yeah, it's what the rich do, isn't it? They are weird, aren't they, rich people? You can do what you want. I very much enjoyed... I thought all the performances were brilliant. Mm. I thought Rosamund Pike was hilarious. She was really good. Rishi Grant was brilliant. Mm. Um, the guy who played, yeah, Farley, he was... Oh, he was such so annoying, was, yeah. He was very like unlikable. So obviously Barry was great and um, Jacob Elordi. Oh, yeah. I'd never seen him in anything before. He was great. Reese Shearsmith popped up. My... Well, I didn't go to Oxbridge. Um... And I don't really remember talking to my lecturer that much. Yeah. I just like hand in essays mm. and not talk. So that was not my university experience. Was it anything like yours? No, I think it is a bit more like that at, at Oxford. You get that one-to-one time. Yeah. Just like, you're, you're incredibly special and you want to change the world. And <laughs> you must tell everyone you ever meet that you've been to Oxford. Yeah. Anytime you strike up a casual acquaintance or maybe just taking someone on the bus please tell them you went to oxford or cambridge you must you simply must (laughs) that's what they do you're um famously embarrassed about your own parents and people meeting them why is that (laughs) no i'm not that's me naming i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna invest in not gonna go along with that improv are you i'm happy for anyone to meet my parents and then they can make up their own mind about them one is better than the other though (laughs) right (laughs) 
both equally terrific. Well, which which of your parents would you choose? For what? Who which one's best? Oh, my mum. No. <laughs> it was really quick, really quick decision. I was wondering, your when you went to university, hmm. did you kind of because I, I I could definitely relate to Barry at the start. I thought that was a very good portrayal of of the university experience. I very much did not fit in with with anybody. It took me quite some time to make make good friends. Hmm. Initially, I was sort of lumped with a pe- bunch of people that they weren't my kind of folks. Mm. And I'd, you know, I'd look at, I'd look at all the handsome people having all the fun, and I'd think, oh, I want to be friends with them. Mm. I never looked at the groups of ugly people having fun. Of course fun. not. Just, They're oh, gross. Just gross. Um, and eventually, I made friends with handsome people, and that was terrific. What about you? Yeah, I had a weird sort of start because uh, I ended up in a, a a really horrible accommodation block. It's like one of the worst ones. Yeah. But I was in with a group of nurses, which when they think of, on the face of it, you think that sounds great. I bet it's loads of fit women. Yeah. But it's all mature students and international students. Oh. So like old and couldn't, you couldn't talk, communicate with them. <laughs> it was bleak. And I also, <laughs> I also got in Pataiko really early on which is uh, this is like infectious scab disease mm. so I got these horrible scabs all over my face oh that's a great so I was start. just like looked like a leper and uh, there's no one who I really wanted to hang out with so my my initial uni days were not were not great that is bleak but unfortunately um, a new guy moved into my apartment who I thought was a complete douchebag to begin with but he actually became my best friend uh, at uni but uh yeah yeah i suppose actually i did feel a little bit like barry in that you did see all these there were these couple of really nice halls of residence where like all the rich people went yeah and i was living with old people and had scabs on my face that's some kind of hell yeah it wasn't a great start i think this is set in 2006 so it's not that far from the time we were at uni no, it wasn't it wasn't that far away. Soundtrack was fantastic. I really yeah. like the soundtrack. Um I've been listening to that quite a lot. And uh and obviously Murder on the Dance Floor is, is yeah. back. It's a little bit on the nose for my liking, but it is a good song. With uh with Barry's I mean it was it was a very bold performance, I thought, at the end. Yeah. Nothing to be ashamed of, should we say. Yeah, and that is one hundred percent what rich people do. Life doesn't get any better. Of course they're gonna dance around naked doing coke yes what's the poor person version of that just having a cup of tea and staring at the floor they're really cold so they'd probably wear like a a tatty old dressing gown i mean i'm asking i mean i can tell you what it is because i am poor (laughs) okay well that was a salty burn what what, what, what would you do then amen would you flush Hmm. salt burn away like most of felix's bath water Made it down the plug hole, or the rest was lapped up <laughs> God. by Oliver. Yeah. Or would you fish it out hmm. like Barry fished out those stones with all the dead children's names on and put them on top of the uh, oh. marionette thing? That was a good one. That was a good one. I would fish it out. I thought it was um, really uh, accomplished. But filmmaking is great see a really good British film and I really loved the performances like I said the ending yeah. was I don't think it was a bad ending 
I think it was maybe a bit too telegraphed for me. I think they could have made it a little bit more ambiguous and it still would have worked. But yeah, no, very good. I was fish it out and um, shout out for using four, three aspect ratio. I don't know why they did it, but it looked pretty good. It did, didn't it? I, I believe it was to to emphasize the height of the house. Makes sense. Um, to make it look a bit grander. So it was, it was taller rather than wider. Hmm. What about you, Ben? What would you do? I would also fish it out. I really enjoyed it. It's one of my favorite films of last year, I would say. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked beautiful. I thought it was very funny. Yeah, it kept me guessing. I liked the way it wrapped up at the end. He was a nasty little boy, mm. but I was kind of glad that he did what he did because they were worse. So, you know... Do you think they were worse? They were horrible, weren't they? They were horrible. He was a kid. He was like a murderer. Yeah, but they but... were just... They're just rich people suck, don't they? I think there was a bit more to it than rich people are awful. But ultimately... Mm. They kind of are. Yeah, yeah, there they are. They are. Um, mm. But yeah, really liked it. So yeah, oh... Wow, this is a way to kick off things, isn't it? Yeah. The new the new year, Saltburn is going to go into the tank of glory. Hmm. So, Eamon, it will replace one of the following. The Loved Ones, Infinity Pool, Extraction 2, Evil Dead Rise, and Killers of the Flower Moon. I've numbered those films, one to five. Which number, Eamon? Are you going to choose? I don't think I've seen. I think half of those went in when uh, I was away. Yeah. So extraction two, I don't think I've seen. And but you can't. You can't pick. One. I get you to choose to them. Numbers. I get to choose them. That's a new for, no. new format point. No, no. Yeah, yeah. You get to pick the one that goes. Oh yeah, that makes it so yeah. much better. Uh, okay, let's say uh, number three. Number three. That is the loved ones, which is a horror movie that I very much enjoy. Okay. But now has to go. Saltburn replaces the loved ones in the tank of glory. Three. Cool. So, on to this week's top five. Now, uh, usually myself and Eamon would guess each other's top five favourite films around a particular theme, but you know, since we've done that a lot, we love mixing things up. In honour of Saltburn, we've chosen our top five favourite National Trust properties because we are dads, uh, yes. white middle class dads. Uh, Eamon, apparently lower class, uh, is, as he would lead you to believe, but that is not true. So Eamon, top five National Trust. All right, this is a double. Uh, Saltram House. No, I have not chosen Saltram House. Been there, like it, but didn't choose it. Okay. And that would have been my first guess for you, so... <laughs> would it really? <laughs> yes, it would. I'm going to go with um, Chartwell? No. Uh, okay, next. Um, Blenheim Palace? No. All right, let's see if we can get one. Um, Deadworth Manor? <laughs> no. Oh, this is going well. So we've both had two guesses. We've both got none. Yeah, one more more (laughs) guess each and let's get this over with. Yes, please. Good concept, but terrible execution. Terrible. (laughs) The house at Polston Lacey. No, I didn't choose Polston Lacey. Um, I've been there quite a few times, but didn't choose it. Oh, man. Okay. All right, this is a double. St. Michael's Mount. No, that's a good one. (sighs) Oh. 
man, that is a good one. Okay, all right. Well, there we are. <laughs> Zero. Yes, it's true. Something. Uh, something I said that I thought was funny in a text conversation. It was funny. But it's funny in a text, but it's not funny in real life. No, it's not. It's not. Is it? It's not. <laughs> it's rubbish. <laughs> Excellent. So, Eamon, what were your top five National Trust properties? So it's the Dun- Dunstable Downs and Whipsnade Estate. Right. Which is uh, Bedfordshire. Yeah, whip, whip through them. Let's not. Let's no, just you don't want to. Okay. No. Nope. <laughs> right. No, just want it to end. The Ashridge Estate, which is uh, not far from where I am. Um, right. Uh, Bourne Mill. Yeah. Saltram House. Yeah. And Castle Drogo, which is another one oh, in the southwest. Oh, man. Which I've Should've been to. That. So Castle Drogo is also on my list. Is it? It's yeah, Castle J.A. It's very impressive. Also had Claremont Gardens, which is near Poles and Lacey, but I prefer it there. Mm-hmm. Nice compact little walk. Uh, <laughs> St. Michael's Mount. Ham House, which Ooh. is uh, one of the most haunted houses in the UK. I okay. visit there every Halloween. And Cragside, which is in Northumberland. Ooh. Mate, that place is <laughs> banging. Off the chain. It is off the chain. Cool. All right. Well, National Trust represent. It is the best. Yeah. I do like a National Trust uh, property. Absolutely. We actually, I tell you what, we went to Castle Drogo on Christmas Day. We went up for a little walk around. Oh, was it good? Yeah, it was uh, one or two other. There were other families there, just uh, other other couples. So. Oh, not a family thing. I guess all the kids were at home playing with their gifts while your kids. Got dragged around yeah. a really boring National Trust. Merry Christmas, kids. We're going That's to a right. National Trust property. Yeah. Oh, Dad, why? <laughs> <laughs> what film are we watching next? Because uh, that was a draw. So I guess we get to choose one between us. Um, Should we watch Highlander? Yeah, next film we're going to watch is going to be Highlander. Okay. It's a cultural touchstone yeah. but i've never seen it I believe so. uh, that franchise is now in the, t- the hands of chad stahelski john wick uh, he's going to reinvent that so he is a big fan of the original so i'm on board with that how much was that sold for because the exorcist is apparently worth 400 million <laughs> so how much is highlander Oof. worth eight billion pounds yeah <laughs> probably okay well that okay. was the slog that is the first episode back after a considerable never break. Good. Never yeah. good. The next one, though, yeah, hopefully will be better. Much better. Yeah, bit better. Well, bit better. Yeah. So anyway, if you listen to this, bad luck, but don't let it put you off listening to the next one. Exactly. Thank you to our patrons. Yeah. Um, we're not funny enough this episode to say something funny about you, so we're just going to say thanks. <laughs> yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks yeah, very thanks, much. Yeah, just thanks. And, yeah, uh, we'd drink your we'll, bath water, wouldn't we? We'll try. Yeah, we would. We'll try harder for next time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. We're on social media and stuff, so yeah. Yeah, uh, keep flushing. Keep flushing.